0: Online in another world. Chapter 79 The Grand Leakin Strong as in we should be running right now? He asked. Yes. Reno replied. With that, Reno already began turning around to run, moving in the opposing direction. Just as he turned his head to think about running beside the girl a cold, dreadful air zoomed by him. What? He thought. It was there. A burst of speed that was by all means terrifying the Grand Leakin had appeared in front of Reno, blocking her path as it reared its claws back. No. He thought. There were only milliseconds left to react, but he did so by letting out whatever spell his subconscious chose in that moment, raising his staff up as he nearly stumbled back. Just as its claws swiped down in an attempt to eviscerate the unsuspecting girl, ropes of water manifested, all of which focused solely on restraining the beast's arm. Graff. The Grand Leakin growled out. Reno only just now processing what had happened, jumped back, eep. Nice save. Yeah. I can barely hold this thing, he said through a strained tone. Though the water bindings did halt the attack, it was a struggle to hold back the arm of the powerful, blackfurred beast as it attempted to pull away from the aquatic ropes. Don't let up, Reno told him. He had been taken aback by the sight of the beast still nodding, right. As he raised his trusty catalyst again, he opted to summon more of the aquatic bindings to fully restrain the werewolf, not to capture it, but to create a safe opening for attack. However, just as the tendrils of Azure Aqua formed and lashed out, the towering beast managed to rip away from its single restraint, displaying its wicked agility again as it evaded the water-formed ropes. It's so fast! He yelled. Emilio! It's coming! Reno screamed. It was difficult to react to the insane speed possessed by the beast, as its tall form almost made it seem unreal as it hopped around and rushed towards them, but he managed to conjure a spell just in time. Protect us. Triple-layered dome. He thought. As he slammed his staff against the ground, he caused a dome of stone to form around himself and Reno, reinforcing it with multiple layers right as the claws of the feral beast sliced at the newly formed barrier. It was a horrifying sound, even when inside a protective layer the massive claws carved through the first layer like butter. What's that clown doing? He mumbled. Will he be fine out there? Reno asked. He gulped, Lawrence is strong, but, I don't know. Though there wasn't much time for chit-chat as before long, the Grand and cut through the dome using nothing but its claws. Crap. He thought. Cover your ears. He warned. It wasn't clear why this warning was given from him, but Reno nodded and did as he advised, covering her ears with her hands. All right, this isn't going to be pleasant. He thought. Just as it broke through, he countered its aggression with an unrestrained blast of air, releasing a massive howl of pressurized wind that manifested itself like the shock wave of a massive bomb. This, of course, rippled the fur of the towering beast, sending it off its feet and violently flying back though he wasn't able to block his own ears, resulting in a ringing sound blaring in his throbbing eardrums. Huff. He breathed out. Reno uncovered her ears, walking out as the effects of the pressurized air was still felt through the passing breeze, nice one. Yeah, don't celebrate yet, he said, straightening himself out. As he said that, the beast stomped back over, though it was visibly damaged as it suffered the full force of the wind blast, bleeding out from its snout and cut up in various patches of its black coat. It's hurt, so we should be. Just as he began speaking, his words proved to be jinxed as the beast rushed forward, swiping its claws towards him. GH dash. Emilio. Reno yelled out. He knocked himself back with a gust of air, but the end of the leacons claws still managed to graze his forearms, leaving deep lacerations on them before he landed back on his feet. Reno glanced at him before rushing in despite seemingly being afraid of the towering, demi-human wolf. Be careful he called out. Though it seemed his words were unnecessary as he was reminded of how nimble the girl was, managing to duck under the beast's claws and counter with a slash of her blade to its side. She rushed back over by his side after leaving a good infliction on it, breathing out as she seemed surprised by her own actions. Nice, he said. Thanks, Reno caught her breath. Despite the injuries the beast had sustained, it still seemed as full of violent energy as ever as it howled out. He raised his staff, I'm going to cast something that can put it down. I'll need you to hold it off for a small amount of time, maybe twenty or thirty seconds, can you do that? Reno glanced at him with her jewel-like, sapphire eyes before slowly nodding, I think so. I need you to be sure. I won't do this if you're not. I can. Reno assured him. All right, he nodded, giving her a small smile, I'm counting on you. A small blush came over the girl's cheeks before she forced her eyes forward, yeah, well, just start weaving that magic stuff of yours. Just as the beast launched itself towards him, it was intercepted by Reno, who countered its claws with her dagger, drawing its attention as it focused on her now. While they were fighting the Grand Leakin, it seemed Lawrence was still seeking out more bandits to take care of, with some managing to give him some sort of a fight, though he always came out on top. Standing in the middle of the grimy clearing, freed of cages, he focused, holding his staff as he gathered his intent. This is my weakest element. It's not that I can't cast higher-end spells of it, but I'm not able to use it as quickly as the others. It takes more time, and more focus. But, once this one is done, not even that monster wolf can survive this, he thought.